Welcome to the Wesleyan Airway, show where we get to meet a great variety of people and talk about a plethora of, of different topics. And today, I am very humbled to be able to have on with me Eric Hagen, the coach of women's volleyball at Kentucky Wesleyan College. Eric, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. Ah, my pleasure. I'd like to start out by, I know you're already pretty well known around the area, but um, just for the person who's listening to this show right now, if you could give me a little bit of a background, where you grew up, um, what are your interests, and what got you to Kentucky Wesleyan College? I am rooted here in Owensboro. I was born and raised here, attended uh, Catholic schools growing up, graduated from Owensboro Catholic mm-hmm. uh, in 1990, um, was at Brescia University. I wasn't your ideal college student. <laughs> Took me a few years to get into it. was more of a blue-collar worker. Then got everything going at Brescia, had the opportunity to be an assistant volleyball coach mm-hmm. while I was there to help pay for my education. Mm-hmm. And yeah, here I am. It's, this is a, it's a great town. I've had opportunities to move and gave them good prayer and thought, but ultimately felt like I need to be here in Owensboro. Well, I, I get just from the period of time my wife and I have been in Owensboro, it's just a beautiful community and not just from the physical aesthetics, but the ambiance of the people the the way you're treated the way you walk down the street and everybody's waving and hello and and you just feel that closeness with everybody so i can see why it would be very hard for for somebody who especially somebody who grew up here to be taken away i I have to ask uh so you said you you got to be assistant volleyball coach did you play the game yourself yes and it started in the spring of 92 okay i was playing softball out at Jack C. Fisher Park, saw some gentlemen out on the sand volleyball courts mm-hmm. out there. They actually had two sand courts there at the time. They are no longer there. One evening after playing uh, a softball game, I walked out just to kind of just see what was going on mm-hmm. and started talking to those guys and ended up becoming good friends with them, you know, down the line. But it was, uh, at the time, sand volleyball or just the volleyball community if you really didn't know how to play the game mm-hmm. you they would be encouraging you teaching you and one of them gave me a volleyball showed me kind of some things to do with my hands and my platform and to be honest with you i just became sick with it really yeah, yeah. and i still owe a lot of that to those gentlemen you know from al reed to chipper janiac um you know, the husband and wife team of Klaus and Uta, who are from Bowling Green, mm-hmm. uh, professors at Western. But I just fell in love with it. And then softball was no longer. Okay. Everything that I did was volleyball. You just shifted that, that pathway open for you. Now, and you said you started coaching uh, while you were at Brescia. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what year did you begin coaching? That was 2004. Okay. 2003. Okay. And Serena Springer gave me my opportunity to coach. It started there, and then it went to uh, coaching club volleyball locally here. Okay. At uh, The club was called Audubon Volleyball Association. Still, It's still present today. Mm-hmm. And I just learned 
the sport from other coaches. I attended coaching clinics mm-hmm. at Ball State University, Purdue University. Uh, we also attended one at Western, and I just became net, got to networking with others and other coaches, and here I am. It's uh, it's been it's been a great ride thus far. So, no, oh, it's great. So, you were at Brescia. You graduated. You did club volleyball, and with club volleyball, I, I want to get to a little bit more of how you ended up at, at Kentucky Wesleyan College. But every time you talk about one of these other areas, it's just interesting. So, club volleyball in in Owensboro, and one of the things I love about Owensboro is it has such a variety of, and we have huge major dance programming. We have huge theater. We have a symphony. I, we have club volleyball. I didn't realize that a city this size would, would be able to to do that so well. So uh, describe the club volleyball here a little bit. When we say club, it's junior Olympic volleyball. Okay. It's for kids who are high schoolers, middle schoolers, and even elementary. I mean, okay. we age groups are from seniors 18 years of age, 17, 18s who are seniors in high school, all the way down to third and fourth graders. Okay. So, uh, parents pay for that mm-hmm. to be coached in club. You typically practice twice a week, and then you travel on the weekends. And it can be, and it usually starts in January, may run till April, May, or sometimes June. So it's a pretty significant season. It is. Yeah. And the travel is it mainly in Kentucky, or is it the region? It's, it's all over. All over. Yeah. Uh, the Pioneer region, which is the state of Kentucky, Louisville is a huge hotbed for volleyball. Okay. And you, you can play a lot of your tournaments in Louisville, but we typically travel not just Louisville, but Indianapolis, St. Louis, Franklin, Nashville area, go as far south as Orlando, Florida to the AAU oh, wow. event. Okay. And yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a very, um, it's an investment. For those those families and those Definitely. parents, and their goals are to either a get their kids better in volleyball for them to play at their ho- their high schools, and in a lot of cases, these kids desire and aspire to play in college. Mm-hmm. So it gives us an opportunity to coach those young ladies and give them an idea of what it's like to be a college student uh, or a college player, and just in how we conduct practices. You know. What are they responsible for? How we hold them accountable to to the things that they do and don't do, and obviously you do that with the older kids. Sure. And um, yeah, it, that's how that usually goes. And I, as a college coach, it gives me an opportunity when I'm coaching those young ladies and we attend these tournaments. I'm able to see potential Kentucky Wesleyan Panther players. Oh, definitely. Now, uh, is club volleyball all women? You you spoke about the women's teams. Yes. Okay. There are boys that play in some of the bigger cities. Owensboro tried a boys team a few years ago. Uh-huh. They had a lot of kids involved. It just never took off. Okay. Okay. And we have women's volleyball at Kentucky Wesleyan College, and, and they're having a, a great year. We just had just finished a tournament this weekend. Unfortunately, there were so many teams that we didn't couldn't have spectators, which is too bad. I love watching the game. I'll get to one of the matches very soon. Um, but have you ever thought of the possibility of a men's team at Kentucky Wesleyan College? It's been talked about. I mean, I've had kids from the football team to because foot, um, men's volleyball is played next semester. Basically, mm-hmm. it would be you know January, February is when it would start. Okay, 
um, late winter, spring. And we've had football players that have come by and like, you know, coach, when, when we're going to have a men's team or, you know, you've got cross country kids who, you know, are looking to do something else. Uh, it's been talked about. Okay. It's just, it's never, it's just never been planned. Now, is it a sport within the GMAC? It is for women. No, I know, it, it is, is not. not for men. So it, it'd have to be, uh, start out as a club, club sport. Yep. But I have a, a nephew who plays club hockey at Iowa State and it's huge. Yes. They, they I, I bet it is. Regionals and, uh, nationals and they were, they were playing all, all last year and they keep going whenever they can during the summer. So I would assume that a, a club men's sport here, there are enough teams maybe interested to give them a good schedule or I think we could accommodate them. Okay. It wouldn't be a full 25 plus match season. Okay. But there are there are club teams at Western. There are club teams at UK, there are club teams at U of L. Uh, I believe the University of Evansville has one. But there's there's a lot of club teams that are available. Well, so that would be interesting. That may be yeah. a conversation we need to to continue. And like yeah. I say, you have players or, or young men who are already here who would want to play, but it could also attract those who played in high school, played club, and wanted yes. to continue through through college. So let's back up a little bit. So you were at Brescia, and what years were you at Brescia? It was two different uh, two different times. Okay. Uh, 2003 to 2006, and then was off for several years, and then I went back like 2009. Okay. So. And you were, so you went back in 2009 until? 2011. Okay. And then, and then. That's it. Then you were here. Yep. So you made the move down Frederica. And, and, and what enticed you to move from Brescia to Kentucky Wesleyan College? Well, I wasn't coaching at Brescia at the time. Okay. I only coached there for two seasons back then. Uh, I was working at Davis County Public Schools at that time. Okay in a program called in-house crisis i was while i was there i was also hired as the jv volleyball coach at davis county high school oh. so i did that for four years left the coaching job at davis county went to my alma mater at Owensboro catholic and i was a assistant coach there for two years okay and then 2010 i was asked to be an assistant here at kentucky wesleyan and that's when that change happened for me. Okay. And I always was feeling, you know, I was praying for all different kinds of things, just mm-hmm. guidance, you know, something in my life. And I felt the direction. I felt like I was being pulled in that, in this direction. And it took time. I mean, we all, I, I pray for billboards. So, and it, and I didn't see the billboard. Sure. Um, and we're still always looking for that. But sure. once I was here, I felt like this is where I needed to be. And I, to this day, if I feel like I'm taking this job for granted, then I need to do something else. Yeah. I've never, ever felt that way. Well, that's Th- This great. is just a wonderful place. It's a great family environment. Everybody supports one another. And we, we try to really put that into our program with our players so that they, they have an understanding that they're loved, encouraged, supported. Yeah. And we try to do that with all the programs. Oh, and, that, and that's great. And I know everybody speaks so highly of you here, uh, which is, it's got to be a good feeling to know that you're within a community where you really are valued and wanted. Uh, and, and 
so I wanted to ask you your philosophy when you're recruiting a young lady to come play volleyball. What is your philosophy? What type of characteristics do you look for in that in that young lady to bring into the Kentucky Wesleyan family? They have to be able to play the sport, sure, and yes. play it at, at a good level. Then, before that, if we're going to see those kids, we're typically looking at them on a recruiting website if they have not already reached out to us. Mm-hmm. We're looking to see what kind of student they are. Mm-hmm. How are their academics? Do we have that major that they are pursuing? And if we're able to check those boxes off, then we want to see them play live and in color. Mm-hmm. And it's not just what they're doing on the court that is important, but even more important is how do they handle the huddle? How do they? Okay. How are they reacting to their coaches, talking to them, coaching them up? How do they act off the court after the match is over? Are they with their teammates or are they sitting next to mom and dad? Or all of those are. They may not be, they may not say much to some people, but it says stuff to me as a coach, and I know it sure. does to other coaches. You want to know that if times are a struggle for them, how are they handling that? Sure. And those are kind of the way we, we, we look and recruit kids. And then ultimately, if it's a kid that we feel like will work in our program and be good for our program, then we ask them to come on campus and visit, and then we sit down in our office and we talk what are what is it that they want what is it they're looking for Mm -hmm. you know and then we get into the whole number of questions and you know back and forth sure you know how do they how do they feel about this what do they feel like their strengths and weaknesses are and that and that's that's how we do it and i and i've used this before and it sometimes probably comes off a little corny but you're building a relationship with the recruit the young lady and because they're going to be part of your family for four years. And that's what I consider with these young ladies is that this is a family. So when they're having something going on in their life, that's affecting them, it it has a domino effect. So we want to make sure that we, that those young ladies that are coming in, that they are a team first mentality um, and they want to do what's best for the team. So. No, and that, and that's right. And and as you said to your, your, really joining a family and the team is your family. The community is your family. The campus is your family. And you want somebody who is going to feel comfortable in that environment. And you can have somebody who plays extremely well, but doesn't quite fit into that family mold. Now they, they may fit another institution's family and that's perfect. But I think when you find that combination, uh, sounds like, you know, it, and that's just the, the person you want here. Yeah. And it's ever changing. I, the, the young ladies <laughs> that we are recruiting currently, are not the same as the kids who we have as juniors. Right. Or the kids that we have currently on the roster were not the same kind of kids personality-wise that graduated two, three years ago. It's our the coaching, the way that I'm coaching now, it's not a straight line across. Each one of these young ladies is different. And so I'm kind of demonstrating a heart monitor, but that's the way it is. It's yeah. like I can coach her this way. I coach this one this way. It's just they're all different. Well, and that has to change from year to year, as you said. Not not only does the team dynamic change, but the individual dynamic changes. Yes, and and you have to be aware of that as it goes forward. Yes. So as we get into this year, and it's still pretty early in the year, uh, what is what is it that you're looking forward to most for this year? Growth. Okay. 
In, in uh, what manner? Just overall play. We're we're young. We have zero seniors. Huh. We have eight freshmen on the team on a roster of sixteen. So you you can't force force a maturation process. Correct. It it is it is a process. And you know, through losses, through wins, there's always something that we did well, but we could do better. And currently we're in a place right now where it's 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 a maturation happening that is it's a struggle for some of them. Some of them are not ready to grow that fast. And we just try to have to keep them in a good place. And it, it it's it's difficult at times. It's a challenge. And but it's an accepting challenge that we want them to understand and respect that process. But at the same time, we as coaches have to do the same thing. It's it's patience and understanding and trying to be as positive as we can every day. Especially with, you know, when you struggle, that's when your your character is defined and shows. And we want to make sure moving forward, you can handle this just like life. Because life is not hard, is not difficult, or life is difficult. Right. It's not easy. And we just, we try to emphasize that. So on the flip side of that, when you get to the end of the year, play your final match at whatever level you reach at that point, and you look back, what is the one thing you hope to see across the entirety of that season? What is, if you had to pick one thing and say, I'm so glad this happened, this event occurred, or I know it's kind of vague, but trying to pick your brain a little bit on that. Yeah. I, I have my, and each, each person has, has goals. Everybody has their own individual goals. You have your team goals. Mm-hmm. I know what the team goals are. We've talked about them. I've, we've, I've seen them. They have them posted in the locker room. But for me personally, I want them to, at the end of our season, whichever way it goes, mm-hmm. at the end of it, as we're standing there in the huddle talking and reflecting that they feel better they do at that point do they feel like they mature do they feel like they are a better player with all of the experiences they had and they have that desire and that hunger to come back and and continue to work just to get better those are are we're not going to know those answers until later but it, it's a uh, we're young and and it's I, i'm i've had that conversation with several other coaching friends of mine especially during a, a period of of struggle mm-hmm and it's you're trying to figure out what else can we do differently. They have to be open to those things that are different. Sure, the changes, and I, I just it, we always want it to be fun for them. Definitely, it has to be fun. Definitely. And do they feel like they became better players? You know, those are just simple questions, but they're questions that have to be answered. And do they feel like they became a better player? at the end of the season. And if they're able to say yes to those, then we're, we're in a good place. No, and, that, and that's great. And like you said, with a young team, the maturation process, watching them grow, watching them be, uh, mature into not just a better volleyball player, but a, uh, a more involved young lady in, in, in so many different ways. So I, I think you're at a great place. Young team, Thank you. you're going to have challenges, and that's part of the fun. And and hopefully in two years when you look back, 
you can say, wow, that, that really, that was a fun experiment. It worked well. Mm-hmm. And, and the ladies have grown so much both on the volleyball court and, and in life. And, and then you know you've done your job. Yeah. So uh, we are out of time, but I always like to give my guest the last word. So as we close the show, what words of wisdom or, or what advice would you like to give to those listening? Uh, over the last couple of years, I look at things differently now, and mm-hmm. obviously COVID is is a big it's, – it's responsible for my, my, my way of thinking, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just be responsible. Okay. Be – you know, you see the signs around the community that says be kind. Yes. And, and through that, it's just, you know, value yourself and value others. And because it, it's regardless of what you're experiencing and what you're going through in life, we're all in this together. And those are the things that have kind of changed my way of thinking over the years. Mm-hmm. I was raised, I automatically give respect to people. It's what you do with it that will ultimately, you. I lose that from you. I'm not one of those that you have to earn that. Okay. I automatically give it. But I just would ask and my prayers constantly are just be kind, be respectful. Just, you know, that that's the thing that I would, would love to be able to share with people. Yeah. And simple words, but they carry such great weight. And if people could live by those, we'd be, our world would be so much better. Amen. Yeah. Well, coach, thank you so much. I know it's a very busy time of year. I, I cannot thank you enough for being on the show and, Hopefully I can have you back in a couple of months and we can reflect on the end of the year as well as we've done with the beginning. Absolutely. Thank you very much. My pleasure. All right.